okay, what I figure I'll do is have, you know, kind of a good boy charm with an accent that kind of goes in and out and, you know, maybe, you know, Tyler talk about a little bit of something like this and I'll do some weird things with my shoulders and my arms. Drew, just start the podcast. We're watching Venom. everybody and welcome back to your new favorite show the more you nerd where we are in the middle of december but we're still talking about november as we cover 2018's venom for venom vember but i can't do it by myself i need the uh the billionaire philanthropist with a heart of stone miles how are you friend you, you could have just we could have just been symbiote bros you, you know what? Done that. We've been doing that. <laughs> I did that the first week, and then it was like I can't do the same thing every week. Yeah, but this this one this one really works. Um, <laughs> but I'm good. I'm good. Um, I am excited. I was excited to kind of dive back into this. I had not watched this since I saw it in theaters, and I remember digging it. Just just hadn't gone back to it. You know, there's a lot of a lot of stuff out there. Uh, whether it be games, movies, comics, uh, music. And I try to keep up with as much as I can, which sometimes means I don't always get to rewatch things or not get to, but I don't choose not to. Um, and that happens sometimes. Yeah. And, well, and this, I had never seen this um, because yes. uh, I have been, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a busy man, Miles. I'm you, a busy you have man. less time for the theater than I do. It, it's also that like uh, and uh, my, my son is mad at me right now because he wanted to watch this movie very badly and I I couldn't watch it with him. And <laughs> right now I'm not going to let him watch it because it's a little darker than I expected it to be. Um, but yeah, let's get talking about Venom. Uh, Venom is weird. And when I say Venom like that, I immediately think of the uh, Eminem song that uh, plays over the end that's credits attached to this movie. Um, yeah, no, so the, that that song was heavily featured in the, in the trailer and they kept repeating the the line, knock, knock with the devil in, which is what I referred to that, the movie as like the entire run. Um, my roommate and I just constantly were just saying that line uh, when referring to this movie. And I think it was a, I think it was on the Marshall Mathers LP two. It was on it was on something. Uh, I don't. It was, I don't it, know. was it was on the record. Uh, whatever whatever he had released around that time. Um, and every, every so the lead up to this movie because uh, this this movie was in development hell forever. Like originally it was part of this uh, expanded universe plan for Amazing Spider Man that David Goyer was going to write the script. And all of that fell apart, especially when the Amazing Universe fell apart. And this kind of jumbled in limbo for a while. And then Spider-Man Homecoming happened. And then Sony did something weird. Uh, they announced a Venom movie with no connection to Spider-Man whatsoever. None whatsoever. <laughs> and this is not the first. Well, this is not the last time that they have done this. 
Um, and no, this, no, no, no. There's, there's two coming out. Two next coming year. out next year. Uh, uh, and and oh no, so, three if you count Venom, I think. If I that's think actually squeeze in Venom for next year, I, I know that they were it's scheduled for November, but I don't think they've even started filming because of they have, the strikes uh, and stuff. Tom Tom Hardy uh, updated his Twitter or his uh, Instagram like like three days after the strike ended and said we're back. Well, that's good. Um, because I'm I'm positive about these movies now. But yeah, uh, so if you remember, the, there was a whole Sony Pictures like email hack thing that was real gross and all, all sorts of stuff. Well, that resulted in Spider-Man suddenly being allowed to be in the MCU. Uh, with which our, our boy Tom Holland does a very good job as the Peter Parker. Um, but meanwhile, over on Sony's land, they have all these characters that they have the rights to, but no Spider-Man to use. So they uh, they started doing things. And Venom is an interesting experiment because this is the most different take on Venom at this point. It, it is and it isn't. It's weird because it, it gets a lot of things that are taken from like the Venom comics and other stuff it just it remixes that origin story it 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 literally does just take spider-man out of the equation um which is really fascinating and i, I mean i remember the lead of this movie the the initial trailer was weird and then they've released a full trailer that people were like kind of luke not even lukewarm they were warmer to it and then this thing comes out and the reaction is general surprise everyone kind of walks out like huh that was pretty fun yeah yeah it 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 is fun <laughs> it's a fun it, movie it's a weird fun movie and i was talking to my roommate uh, at the time and we've talked about this since it also part of it might be a weird nostalgia in that it feels like the that brand of marvel movies that were coming around the the like late 90s early 2000s like if this was set in the same universe as thomas jane's punisher like i wouldn't be shocked like because even even the soundtrack having eminem in the soundtrack just feels like something that would have happened in 2001 you know <laughs> and it's got that just that weird vibe that that weird pseudo serious but also not at all vibe like it's almost like a video game in this in that sense yeah and and, and it is this is a it's not a bloody movie, but it is a there's a lot of stuff that happens in this movie. A lot of goo. <laughs> a lot of goo and a lot of heads getting bitten off. Uh which well, is I think only one head gets bitten off. Uh I know of at least three. Two. Two. Two heads get bitten off, I think. I think it's three. But the thing is, you almost never see it. Like yeah, not well, really. You see the the you see the venom head go around the human head and and, and yeah. a quick flash and then that's that. Um, but yeah, so let's get into what this story is and how it remixes things. So we are introduced to our our good old boy Eddie Brock, played by Tom Hardy, who is in this case a sort of a, a an on the scene like. I don't know whether he's a TV reporter or an internet reporter. I couldn't really tell. So it sounds like he was an investigative journalist who was uh, a writer who then got a TV show because of the times we live in. 
yeah. not a TV show, but like a, a segment of some sort. It it see it felt it feels it felt like kind of a vice kind of kind of mm-hmm. you know investigative journalism kind of thing where he's like he's going after the big guys and da 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 da. I actually, so I really love this version of Eddie Brock. It's kind of my favorite version of Eddie Brock. To well, be perfectly honest, it's it's easy for it to be because he's you know kind of a Likeable. good guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of a good guy but here here's the thing i like about his character is they don't play him as you know the opposite of peter parker in the sense of like you know oh it's he's supposed to be like the 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 mirror universe version of peter parker he's more of i want to say a dark mirror but the other side of the coin where he's very similar to peter except he will go that extra mile to like hey yeah this is not on the up and up but I'm going to take that step. Whereas Peter in normal circumstances, Sam Raimi's movies, notwithstanding would not, you know, like he, he would not break into his fiance's computer and take sensitive files. And, and so that is, that is where we have to talk about the, the big bads of the movie. This movie does open uh, with the spaceship crashing. Um, We Mm -hmm. have to, we have to mention that. And, one of the, for the life foundation <laughs> yes for the life foundation and one of the dead bodies that they uh recover from the crash they do say jameson they call him jameson yeah. but they don't name him any other way so no just just jameson it's it's a nice nod um because there are a lot of nice little uh references here and there uh well, in this film and i i appreciated that well this is uh, the thing that i didn't know the life foundation that is sort of this uh, I would say, and, and Carlton Drake, their CEO, I would say this is probably uh, based on, I mean, this was the 2018 take on this individual, but I I see a lot of comparisons to a person like who people thought Elon Musk was in 2018. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and, and who Elon Musk is now. Um, but yes, um, he... I mean, these these are absolutely characters that were not created for the movie, um, even though for some people it may seem like it because the and this is not me, you know, disrespecting, but most people only know Venom and Carnage. Those are the two symbiotes they know. Yeah, they don't know Lasher. They don't know Scream. They don't know Riot, uh, Toxin. All, all that stuff is is really more for people who are really reading the comics and um especially the, the the venom comics and and so i kind of appreciated that they did something like that uh they also they don't make venom as sinister like he's not he's not this dark sinister like that's what i love about it is like venom is just like eddie brock and the movie points this out in a beautiful way and i they made Venom a weird buddy cop movie, and it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the other side of this is that you think so. So one of the symbiotes, uh, like three or however many of the symbiotes they have in containment are taken back to the Life Institute. But one is left in where is it? Malaysia that the ship crashes. And uh, I mean, it's in, in Malaysia, or Indonesia. I can't remember. I, can, I'm, I can. I'm looking. Look. I'm looking at it on, on, on my notes here. It is Malaysia. And it basically keeps jumping from person to person over the course of six months to get to, you know, the rest of the symbiotes. And, uh, you know, you're, you're sort of geared up to think, Oh, this is, this is venom. 
because this symbiote looks black and one looks kind of bluish and one looks kind of purplish, but this one is the black one. But no, it ain't Venom that's making its way across the, the planets. Um, uh, but yeah, meanwhile, I, I wish I wish they had I wish they had played with the color a little more. If my if my the one thing that makes it a lot like those late 90s, early 2000s Marvel movies is the muted colors and even the muted, muted palette of the movie. I, I do wish they let that pop a little bit more, especially well, when Riot and, and Venom are fighting, because I'm like, I know which one's which because I know who's in the suit and one's bigger than the other. But like, they kind of look the same. But Riot's Riot's gray. So, you know, it's it's yeah, he's gray. But like, it's such a muted movie that it's like, all right, well, cool. So uh, but as part of this, so we, we, we are introduced to the Life Foundation and Eddie Brock's uh, fiance, uh, Anne. Uh, played by Michelle Williams, uh, is a lawyer working for uh, for the 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 Life Foundation, and Eddie kind of knows something's up, and you know, kind of wakes up in the middle of the night and sneaks on her computer and gets a bunch of information, and then drops a big story, and then uh, because you know he uh, can't reveal his sources, this is the th- this is a thing I love about this. Uh, he refuses to name his source because he knows it's his girlfriend's laptop and that he is going to get her in trouble. Uh, uh, but of course, he, it, that happens anyway. She is fired and breaks up with him because he made a truly selfish move to 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 do that. Yeah. And uh, and he gets he, he gets kicked out and he loses his job in the process as well. Um, and I just I love that they took a spin on Eddie Brock not checking his sources <laughs> the, which is back from the yeah, original comic run is correct yeah no i i i very much like this and uh, tom hardy plays eddie brock as the most like lovable idiot <laughs> yeah i mean he's clearly a smart guy because he's you know he's this investigative journalist right. and da, 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 da. but he also but makes very poor life choices he makes very poor life choices and he seems to be very dumb but he also seems to be very kind. He knows every, like we, we then flash forward six months later where he is living in another apartment across town and he's going down to the, the, the local shop owner and he knows her name and they have conversations and, and the, the homeless woman that lives outside and they've got a whole relationship, you know, uh, friend, friendly relationship with each other. And, and it really shows Eddie as a kind of down to earth, person which i really mm-hmm. like seeing um and it's it's uh, and, and then we have to jump back over to the life institute for really the i think the bigger changes to symbiotes that happen um over at the life institute where they are trying to they're testing the 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 symbiotes on different living organisms because carlton drake thinks that symbiotes are how we're gonna survive climate change it's a whole weird yeah and i think even how we're going to survive going to space and just like he he it's it's one of those things where like push come to shove he, he's trying to like kickstart the next stage of human evolution you know right. that kind of yeah maniac nonsense which is 100 percent something that you know elon musk would do too yeah uh carlton um, carlton drake played by riz ahmed uh doing doing pretty well in this role as well yeah he's great um, the the one character a lot of people gave a hard time, and I think it's just because she was playing a serious character, was Jenny Slate, who I thought was perfectly fine as uh, Doctor Skirt. Doctor Skirth. 
Her name is Dr. Skirth, but it sounds like Dr. Skirt, which just, yeah. um, That's, I think, one of the few characters that is not from the comics, as far as I could tell. I don't think she is. And I I really wish they gave her a little bit more uh, of a role in this movie. I think she's great. And I... I know I, I know why they didn't. They didn't want to have both her and Michelle Williams being like the two leading ladies. But I really think they should have. Um, because the, the the one that changed on my viewing of this movie, when I walked out of that movie, I honestly thought Michelle Williams was miscast. I thought her and Tom Hardy had no chemistry. And it their their whole relationship kind of read weird for me. Watching it this time, I was a lot softer on it. She didn't really bother me at all because she's a great actress. I yeah. just, for whatever reason, those two actors just didn't quite have the it factor together for me the first time I saw it. And I, I still think they kind of are missing something. Maybe it's the way she's written or something. I think it's um, that because uh, she she is also written in a in a weird way where like she's written in the same kind of way that Eddie is, where she she seems a lot more like you know how to say this she's written a little dumber too despite the she's fact kind that, of aloof the, even despi- though she's supposed to be a brilliant lawyer despite the fact that she's like a high-powered lawyer <laughs> so yeah yeah she yeah and i mean i i just I, yeah i just think that character was very undercooked yeah. and um but also made for a great comedy of errors where you have like her and her new doctor boyfriend and Eddie and the doctor boyfriend is actually trying to help Eddie. And it's not, they don't bring any of the love triangle nonsense, like the, the drama aspect, even though Eddie clearly is still in love with her, but, and the symbiote knows that. And the symbiote, like we should do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, before we get to that, cause, cause I gotta say the big, the biggest change and uh, to symbiotes in this, and I don't know whether this is based on anything in the comics, but it's the first time I've seen anything of it is that not all symbiotes are compatible with all people. They, you have, you have symbiotes I, that they are, that they are experimenting with that are, uh, that are killing animals. And you have ones that just straight out kill the human immediately when they, when they, uh, 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 uh bond with it. Um, I, I like that. I actually like when they made the comparison to like, uh, like organ transplants or something. I, I like the fact that a symbiote just can't link up with anybody. I mean, I, I know Marvel does it because they put those things on anyone. Um, virtually every single character has been a symbiote at some point in time in some form or fashion. Yeah. Um, from Wolverine to Moon Knight, like it's, it's been everybody. Um, so I like that this movie does something where like, yeah, it, it could attach itself for a little bit, but it's got to find the right donor. And I, 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 I do like that. So I, 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 I'm okay with it for the sake of this. I don't love it, but they, then they also have the scientists not being able to figure out why the people that do, uh, do bond. Well, um, why they're also slowly dying. Where it's just like, well, the the, the symbiote is hungry. Feed the symbiote, feed, feed, feed. Right. And I think, I think it's because they're they're not feeding the symbiote because Eddie's seen like Eddie's also dying, but like Venom's keeping him alive. And 
they kind of find an equilibrium. Now, from what it seems like, most of the symbiotes are, they do not have, they don't care about their host. Even though from what Venom says, once they hit a certain point, if Eddie dies, then Venom dies. So, it gets a little muddied. muddied. <laughs> yeah, it does. But that's, you know, that's okay. But so, yeah, as as part of this, uh, Dr. Skirth sneaks Eddie back in. Eddie finds uh, the homeless woman, Maria, who was suddenly one of the test subjects because this the Life Foundation does testing on, uh, you know, downtrodden, destitute, homeless people um, by tricking them into thinking that they're making the right decision. And uh, of course, as a result, Venom bonds to Eddie and hilarity ensues. This movie is funny. It's very, very funny. Yeah. Um, in, uh, in ways that I was not expecting, um, uh, Tom Hardy also doing the voice of Venom, uh, which is, which is very interesting. And I believe he would do the voice on set as well, <laughs> where he would film it with one with, with him and one with, you know, whenever the head would pop out. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, I, the, the two of them bonding over both being losers is just one of the greatest <laughs> things in this film. Um, uh, of course, the big, the big deal is that the, the symbiote that has been trekking across the planet uh, finally comes to free its brethren and ends up bonding with Carlton Drake. Uh, and they find out a com they find a common, uh, common bond with each other. And that symbiote is riot who Venom describes as like a team leader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah although you also get the 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 uh the feeling that riot is a hundred percent going to use up Colton drake no problem oh yes is, like and I, I i like that 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 drake is so power hungry he can't see that yeah um and so yeah with so eddie uh has uh uh super strength he can uh he, with, with venom he can uh, Venom seems to have a lot more direct control over Eddie. Like that's another thing that I feel like we we see, but we also don't see because a lot mm -hmm. of a lot of the time when you see Eddie, uh, when you see Venom, it's we are Venom and they're kind of one being speaking together. But this having this sort of back and forth odd couple relationship between the two of them talking to each other is something I feel like I don't know if that's new, but it feels new based on what we've mm -hmm. seen um yeah i mean there's there's a lot of stuff in there that like that that remixes stuff in a certain way that were like oh yeah because there have been instances throughout the course of you know venom character where that stuff has happened to some degree and you know it's it is what it is but like i i like that like they you you get the sense that like once things balance out like there, there is a little bit more harmony between the two but like yeah it's a, it is very much an odd couple back and forth you know um which makes this movie i think so good for a mainstream audience because it's some it's something relatable it's something that they can kind of latch on to if they're not if they're not familiar with the comic book background especially in a situation where you don't have the most iconic character associated with venom in the movie right so and oh, go ahead. oh no good oh i was just saying and i everything that like on paper that sounded like it was going to be a problem with this movie because 
the idea of a Spider-Man-less Venom movie sounded insane. Like, really works in this movie. Like, everything really works. Like, there are some things that don't always land, either some jokes or some characters when how they're written, but, like, the movie in general, like, works. And it's got a weird sense of humor. It is dark, but there's also a lot of levity to that darkness, you know? Yeah. And, and like when he's beaten up the dudes in his apartment <laughs> and ac- accidentally doing it and not it's knowing so slapstick <laughs> and he eats that guy's head for the first time. And then all of a sudden venom pops back out and it's just Eddie and without the venom suit on, I was like, did I just eat that guy's head? I just ate that guy's head. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's also uh, notable when uh, Venom and Eddie get separated and Venom bonds with Anne for a little bit. We even get because Anne in the comics has been she Venom before um, and she eats a guy's head, too. Yeah. <laughs> and talks about how weird it is before they before Eddie and Anne with the big Venom tongue make out for a little bit which was really weird as then venom it's, it's really weird but i don't they, they revisit that and talk about how weird it was and i appreciated that moment very much <laughs> i love that uh she says it was it was his idea <laughs> yeah it was your buddy's idea um yeah there's just there's so much like and i mean this 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 became a a, a big hit and people really loved this characterization of eddie and venom yeah, uh, a budget of around one hundred and fifteen million dollars. Box office eight hundred and fifty million dollars. So it yeah, made this movie did money. Uh, then, of, of course, there is a sequel that we did not watch. Um, uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which came out in twenty twenty one. So this was mm-hmm. a this was a, a middle of covid. So you have to, to yeah. sort of temporary your expectations. Um, and, it, but, and it does well, but obviously doesn't repeat the the success but it was uh, that was a budget of 110 million dollars but box office of 500 million dollars so it still made plenty of money it's it still did very well um and they kind of let the movie sort of um market itself because i remember when this came out i was like that's already out like it was i mean it was 2021 we was a weird time the fact that it made the money it did is pretty crazy um all i mean i'm not gonna talk i still like that there'd be carnage i like a little bit less than the first one um i as much as i like him i don't think they made the right choice in cletus cassidy um yeah that is who, who has has a post-credit sequence cameo in this movie <laughs> yeah what woody harrelson is cletus cassidy aka carnage uh in let there be carnage and uh, he has he is in the the post credit sequence to to, to or the, I guess the mid credit sequence to this movie, because the post credit sequence to this movie was a five minute clip from Into the Spider-Verse, which mm-hmm. despite the fact that I've seen Into the Spider-Verse a hundred times, I still watched it. That movie's great. <laughs> it is great. And, um, you know, the, the Venom movies are still part of this interconnected MCU because there's. And there's a lot of theories about how this could possibly tie into the third one. Is he going after Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man? We don't know. Um, all that stuff. But well, oh yeah, so that's also important. Did we mention that this takes place in San Francisco and not New York? Yes, uh, we have not. Uh, but that's where the Venom, like when Venom leaves New York 
uh, post Spider Man, that's where Eddie goes. Oh, San Francisco. interesting. Yeah. So like, it, like the Lethal Protector stuff was in San Francisco. I did not know that. That makes Which sense. Is that like it wouldn't Marvel's be. like number two city because the X Men were there for a long time. Uh, um, uh, Kate Bishop went to L.A. for a bit. Yeah. Where were the West Coast I, I Avengers based? I think it's in the Lethal. Yeah, it's, it's in the Lethal Protect, Protector comics. Like the initial run, he he moves from New York to uh, San Francisco. I feel like maybe he protects like the homeless community there or something like that. Uh, which is which into this movie which tracks again i was not expecting so much of this stuff to be from the comics like it's really really it's surprising. very odd how much stuff they do take even though it's not a direct adaptation of anything that but there's ingredients of all this stuff and in some ways that can be more fun than just a straight adaptation like i mean we've seen direct adaptations and, and improvements to the venom story we've seen bad versions of that story i like that they did something different but also the spirit of the actual character is fully there like of venom yeah and i and i think they did a really good job with that even into the final scene where you know uh the, the, after the big fight where uh venom destroys the rocket that that riot and drake are flying off in to go and get all the other symbiotes so that they can come and conquer the planet um venom has his fire weakness unlike uh some other things well that's i guess that's that's uh, next week's topic um but uh venom uh uh says goodbye because he thinks he's about to die and uh and of course, we find out that he is uh, actually not dead, uh, although everybody thinks he is. Uh, as he's kind of keeping that little secret to himself when he's talking to Anne one last time, because he and Anne are, mm-hmm. you know, hanging out, and she's she's worried about him, and and da 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 da. da. But uh, but then we we have sort of the last scene, which is actually a scene from the trailer that I remember, um, where he's in the convenience store, and the the convenience store owner, Mrs. Chen, is being held up by this guy who shows up earlier in the movie and uh then venom eats him uh yeah. <laughs> and uh that's great like i think the scene's also in the trailer for the second one uh where you see like he continues to be in that apartment and he walks in and Miss Chen's like hi eddie hi venom like he's <laughs> like a, na- a neighborhood venom <laughs> friendly neighborhood <laughs> venom because um because venom's like well maybe we should eat her because she she didn't get her the supply of chocolate that venom likes um well and that and that's the thing like eddie's trying to teach venom that there are you know we know we never we never eat anybody good we never eat anybody innocent we never eat a, a cop we never eat any, right. any any innocent people but there are maybe some good but, but there are some bad people that we and uh and maybe you'll get to eat one of those (laughs) (laughs) right suddenly eddie is is not has no problem with killing people (laughs) and you know the um the venom eddie stuff is the highlight of let there be carnage like like for me the the adaptation of the carnage character is fine but it's it's less of a, a draw for me than more eddie venom stuff i i I would watch a whole sitcom about eddie and venom well and so so this is where i will say my first exposure to eddie and venom was in (laughs) was well with the memes but also in spider-man no way home where uh spoilers right spoilers for that movie um 
that uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange opens a portal to all of these different planets uh, as part of this thing, and uh, Eddie and uh, and Venom get pulled into <laughs> get pulled into a bar, and they see Spider Man on a TV, and it's really weird. Um, and they also uh, they they uh, their bartender is uh, the dude from Ted Lasso, which is fun. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> uh, so I would I would love to see venom and it's weird because i don't know how venom and spider-man would uh so would how that would work for this here's my here's my theory if if they're one because i know they said they always wanted to have venom and spider-man interact fight whatever i feel like at the end of so in all right spoilers for no way home if you haven't listened if you haven't watched no way home fast forward or stop the podcast or go watch it. It's great. Um, Andrew Garfield basically intimates that after the second movie, he got dark and I think he says like hard or something like that, indicating that he may have indirectly or directly killed some bad guys in his tenure as Spider-Man. And we know that there are posters somewhere that's a Spider-Man murderer that makes it look like it's the Andrew Garfield uh, poster or a, Sp- a Spider-Man. Symbol. Weirdly, I think, well, that, those were in those were in Morbius, which is another one of these movies. Yes, and uh, which was a Sony movie. Yeah, that's that's what it came from. Yes. Uh, but I actually so, th- I think I actually think the, the posters are looked like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Which it doesn't remember. Doesn't, <sighs> but so but. What I think is at the end of No Way Home, when they said we're going to go to New York, they're going to end up facing Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, thinking that he is this superpowered bad guy because they they saw the news uh, article about him being this bad guy, which would make it a comedy of errors because they're both kind of dum dums. Uh, I pulled up the image from uh, from morbius it's it's definitely uh uh toby mcguire's spider-man in the poster is it yeah I'll, i don't I'll... remember it looking like toby mcguire yeah send, send it to me because um because I, I i i thought that it... eh. it's got all the piping the big thick it piping. Does have the piping but that spider still looks like it looks kind of like all of them, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, Spider-Man only has so many looks, but uh, yeah. Um, I, but, I could see uh, that. So, I could I could see Venom and uh, Eddie rolling into town, thinking they're going to be hunting down a superpowered murderer, not knowing anything about Spider-Man, living on like the West Coast, and there being some fights. And then a team up against a bigger bad. I have a different take. Let me give you my take. Okay. Because I think they should avoid the black costume stuff altogether. See, I think at at one point, Spider-Man will have Venom on him and you'll get at least a sequence of him in the black costume. Something happened. So here's my my feeling. Something happens and a symbiote bonds to. Peter whichever peter it is um i would want it to be garfield because you know toby's yeah. already had a symbiote um 
this symbiote venom and eddie see that that something's happened to this person to this this hero and they go and they and and venom knowing you know because they kind of intuit out the the symbiotes or he can intuit out the symbiotes knows that he's got a symbiote on him so they go and try to get the symbiote off of of spider-man to help him inadvertently causing stress we then get the iconic fight between the two of them in the we we we, will sort of a mix-up of the fight between uh, instead of peter fighting himself in the bell tower it's him fighting venom the bell goes off the it it affects both eddie and peter and their two symbiotes and venom uh and this other symbiote kind of in a way bond together and become something new and then when it goes back to eddie he's got the spider logo on the chest but (laughs) but he's he's a little different and eddie's got to intuit what's different about his 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 symbiote symbi bro simbro oat uh, because there's something darker about Venom now. Um, I I like aspects of that. I don't I don't know if I want Venom to get any darker. Um, but I, I also I do think just that's a cool idea. I, I but I uh, if they're gonna team up against anybody, I don't want it to be another symbiote bad guy. I literally had this same conversation earlier today. I do not want it to be another symbiote. I want it to be something else. And it would even be interesting if it was like if we find out that. When Doctor Strange put it was trying to put everyone back together, Eddie didn't make it to the right place, so he might not be on his Earth. It's an interesting so take too. If Andrew Garfield comes across this Venom, that could make it a little interesting, and that 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 way you could also get your your full absorption idea. But we still gotta find out like who they would fight against like who 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 is someone that like both spider-man and venom need to team up against because they've already used carnage i mean i I don't want it to be another symbiote and i i don't love the null uh care oh the um the king in black yeah um i would they like i said they've they've done they've gone to that well two movies in a row i i don't think they should go that route I wouldn't be surprised if they did, but I don't think they should. Uh, could, I mean, they could bring in Craven. They're they're already doing a Craven. Yeah, I mean, you need more than Craven to, you know, have Venom and Spider Man at on the ropes. But well, oh, okay, I, I, well, I definitely think that's a cool idea. We also have a whole bunch of stuff with Madam Web that's coming out. That is whatever Which that's going to be standalone. Um, How could it be? Well, that's a whole different conversation. You and I will talk about Madam Web off air because how could because I don't I don't want to get too far away from from 2018's Venom movie. I I, I will I will say I I think that you know allegedly the third one might be the last one. Um, I I liked this movie. This movie is a big big surprise. I thought it was actually a really great tribute to the character of Venom. I think it's probably the the best. uh, I mean, well, there's only been two, but certainly the best live action venom yeah um, the 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 effects way. the effects look great the way that he's animated and and just gets bigger real fast and how they do all the action stunts and all of that just really really great um 
I like I, I really really liked this. I liked how they included the sound weakness uh from from almost the very beginning. They figured it mm-hmm. out. Like it, it's just it, it it this is a really really great movie and I am surprised mostly because most of Sony's standalone Spider Universe stuff have not been great. Um obviously, well, I take that back. Really only Morbius has been terrible. Uh so I take that yeah, back. The, the jury's still on Craven, which actually looks kind of fun. Um, and Madam Web, which I, I also look think it looks kind of fun. It just um, looks it looks zany and bonkers. It and does I don't... look zany, and I mean, on, on on one on one hand, like I kind of love that Marvel, like not Marvel, Sony is doing this. Like I first was like, I don't think they should do this. This is weird to do it about Spider Man and all this stuff, but. Uh, Morbius is, was is one thing, but Venom was great, and and and, and I think that it's really a lot of fun. It, it comes down to Tom Hardy's performance as both Eddie and Venom, and having him mm-hmm. play both characters, uh, and really getting to the to the core I, of each. I really, I really want to hear uh, Tom Hardy's unmodulated voice because uh, when he talked about doing the voice, he said that he uh, used a uh james brown lounge lizard like voice for venom and <laughs> i need to hear that because if i know one thing about tom hardy it's he is not averse to making weird accents for his character uh, uh, bane let's talk about bane and i i need to he- i need to hear this that, <laughs> that sounds hilarious <laughs> Well, gang, that is going to wrap up our discussion on the 2018 Venom movie, um, but it is not going to wrap up Venom Vember. What? But Drew, we're halfway through December already. Listen, gang, I know. But we have to talk about the thing that kicked off the entire Venom Vember concept for us, and that is a little thing called Spider-Man 2. What? You just watched Spider-Man 3? No. Not that Spider-Man 2. Insomniac's Marvel Spider-Man 2, the 2023 PlayStation 5 video game that features the Black Suit Saga and the appearance of Venom in another interesting, different way than I had ever seen it before. Uh, So that's going to be next week. Um, I am excited to talk about this movie. Spoiler warning, both I game thank you uh both i and my son already have the platinum trophy for this game as do i so we are well versed to discuss this uh because i love these insomniac spider-man games and this one was no different so that's going to be next week gang uh in the meantime if you'd like to reach out to us you can find us at themoreyounerd.com where you can find this and every episode we have ever recorded you can tweet to us at the more you nerd for now blue sky at the more you nerd and of course facebook.com slash the more you nerd of course you can also email us the more you nerd at gmail.com that's the more you nerd at gmail.com in the meantime say goodbye as we always do with a rousing nerd out too nerd for y'all too nerd for y'all